Hey everyone, welcome to the Munch Bunch podcast where we talk about all things myofunctional therapy, tongue ties, airway, sleep disordered breathing, sleep apnea. Um, and this is Kimi Nishimoto, dental hygienist and myofunctional therapist with my girl, Megan Vanoy. Hi everyone. Thanks for having <laughs> me back on my own podcast. <laughs> And today we have my very special guest, Andy, my boyfriend. We're so excited to have Andy. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. (laughs) Andy um, is the Munch Bunch's favorite fan. Number one fan. Number one fan. (laughs) Number one fan. I have the phone finger in my room. It's uh... (laughs) a... He calls me Mayo Mama. Ooh. That's my nickname. I love it. Um, and today we're going to interview Andy because he has a really interesting story, actually. Um, on our first date, he was a really good sport because <laughs> I basically diagnosed him with sleep apnea maybe like one to two hours into our first date. I'm surprised date. you kept it together that long. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was, like, trying really hard. <laughs> um, but he was a good sport about it, and he was, like, really interested, and that made me, like, get a crush on him. And as I got to know him more, I was like, holy cow, there's something really, really wrong here. And so, actually... <laughs> With his personality? Or... <laughs> no. His personality, Ouch. he's a gem. <laughs> <laughs> Airway, airway wise, I was like, there's something really wrong. So actually, I'm very proud of myself for this one because um, I actually kind of figured out that he had sleep apnea. We got him diagnosed, blah, blah, blah. We're going to tell the whole story. So you're the quarterback of his team. (laughs) I love it. Well, and actually, before before we hand it over to Andy, um, Part of why we're talking with Mr. Andy tonight and why he's continuing to be such a good sport for us um, is that we kind of want to wrap up our Mouth Breathing Awareness Month interviews. We've talked with somebody who's been through myofunctional therapy and has been out for two years, someone who's wrapping up with myofunctional therapy, and now we wanted to get Andy's perspective as somebody who has not yet gone through myofunctional therapy but has dealt with myofunctional issues his whole life. So... That's why we're so appreciative that Andy's willing to share his story with us. Um, yes, thank you, dear. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Hopefully I say something of value for someone out there. So, <laughs> No, I think actually a lot of people are going to relate to you. So let's just like start from the beginning, right? right. Start off when you first started having issues. Um either with breathing or feeding, sleeping, just from the beginning when you're a child? Um, I mean, I, I really don't remember like as far back as it, as it really goes because it's always kind of been there in, in some capacity, whether it was um, picky eating or just like smacking at the table or um, I, I don't know, just kind of like a myriad of issues when you're really young, but you don't don't really think about, you know, like social stuff, but uh, I don't know. It's a, it, it always has kind of been there. So 
it, it's nice to know now what it is. Um, because when I was young, my parents did really did make an effort to, to try to stop me from smacking or just like breathing loudly um, as a kid. Um, and it was kind of diagnosed as like being adenoids, like very large adenoids. And that was kind of the end of it. Um, the doctors just said they were too big. Uh, so you can't go in and operate on it and just kind of figure out a workaround. <laughs> and that, that was the diagnosis essentially. So that's kind of where it started. Yes. So <clears throat> you're, you had allergies, like couldn't breathe with your nose and then you were mouth breathing. Yeah, definitely. Pretty much from the beginning. When did your sleep issues start? Uh, maybe eight or nine. Um, I was never like diagnosed with insomnia or anything, but um, I feel like when you're a kid and you're not looking forward to going to sleep just because you don't think you can go to sleep, it's probably, you know, some undiagnosed part of insomnia, you know, <laughs> in, in one way or another. Why don't you talk a little bit about your sleep issues and then I'll jump in later. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mean like just like the inability to sleep or like? Yeah, like when you were a kid, how did it manifest? Yeah, how so, did you sleep as a kid? Did you did you end up on the same side of the bed that you started on? Did you ever do any bedwetting? Um, if you did, that's fine because to me, <laughs> that's my that's my like claim to like little kids. Oh no, like, that no. Kimmy always gets like she's like you never have any issues, and I'm like I tell people I was a bedwetter. Come on. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, I guess. Luckily, to avoid the awkward, no, I, I wasn't a bedwetter, but I did, like, toss and turn a good bit in the bed um, to the point where, like, I, I would uncover not only, like, the sheets, but, like, that, I don't know, the fitted one or whatever that goes over uh, pretty much on a nightly basis. So, you know, that's pr- pretty restless sleep, I would think. Mm-hmm. I would attest to that. He still does that. <laughs> Whoa. I, I'm like a human polysonogram nah, like a human better. sleep detector <laughs> um, so did you ever sleepwalk or did yeah. you ever get nightmares or like weird dreams oh um actually no to all of them like i, I never sleepwalked um i might i might have nightmares but i don't remember them mm-hmm. um so i don't think he sleeps deep enough to mm-hmm. get nightmares to be honest that makes sense um yeah, I have a patient right now who, like, his head starts on the pillow and he wakes up every morning with his head, like, where his feet started. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's he's 13. I thought once I started getting him mouth taping, he's staying on the same side of the bed. So, yay. Amazing. Um, okay, so it sounds like you didn't sleep great and you, like, ran marathons in your sleep. How did that – did that affect <laughs> you at school at all? Like, was it hard to concentrate – did you ever struggle with your grades or anything like that? Sure. Um, well, I ended up having ADD, which I don't think was always the case. Um, but I, I just had to work harder. I felt like the older I got. Um, so almost like brain fog. Like yeah. I, I could work through it, but it just took a little bit more effort than it should or what, you know, previously I was used to. And, and it was like on a slider, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. Like, if it was, you know, this week, I knew, could kind of predict, like, the next week it would be more difficult to do the same task, kind of indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Did you play sports? Oh, yeah. Sorry, we, Kimmy. 
Oh, sorry. I just think it's really interesting that you say that because Andy's honestly like one of the smartest people I know. And so I can't even imagine like where he would be if he hadn't had this like almost mm-hmm. disability. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, go ahead, Megan, with your question. Yeah. About did the you sports. play? Did you play sports or do any kind of like active type activities, Andy? Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely played sports and stuff like that, but um, it was more like individual competitions like cross country and tennis and swimming, okay. that sort of thing. So all the sports that you have to like breathe a bunch of <laughs> Actually, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Oddly enough. <laughs> did, you, did you find it harder to like breathe and like did you ever feel like you could never like keep keep up with other people as far as like when people were recovering and like having to breathe after that, some of that long stuff, was that hard or did you notice a difference? Oh man. Um, I'm asking yeah, all the I, hard I, questions. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, it, I think it was actually like, it's probably a good question. Like for, for cross country and tennis, it didn't affect me that much, but swimming, I ended up not even doing my senior year of high school um, because it's just, competitively it was probably better for me to do other other things with my time <laughs> mm-hmm. so and that wasn't always the case you know but I, so i think that would probably be the most like i don't know I, you both are the myofunctional therapist but i think swimming is the one that you have to breathe the most or or have the most controlled repetitious breathing in to be able to mm-hmm. maintain performance so yeah yeah <clears throat> And holding the breath, which is like mm-hmm. the buteco that we always talk about. If you're a mouth breather, you're constantly having to overbreathe and breathe mm-hmm. heavier. So having to hold your breath would be mm-hmm. really hard. <laughs> so I could see yeah, why that absolutely. would be a struggle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, I was. I did a. I did a buteco training this morning, Kimmy. I think I told you about it. And even like, even me trying certain breath holds or trying to make my like breath hold for longer, even though I've been nasal breathing for a long time and I mouth tape at night and it still was a huge challenge for me when I was practicing those exercises this morning. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think so many of us have such a long way to go when it comes to being really good, like effective nasal breathers. So you're not alone, Andy. We're a bunch of mouth breathers over here too. (laughs) I appreciate the uh, camaraderie. Yeah. (laughs) I consider myself a recovering mouth breather. Recovering? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think I've got my one-year chip now. (laughs) You nailed it. You nailed it. Um, So, you know, as a kid, so you're growing up, oh, you know what? Here's something. Did you ever drool on your desk like Kimmy did? Oh, Oh, I mean, I'm certain of that, especially when I, like, fell asleep, like, in class. But um, to, to what degree... Not during yeah, I mean, the day. If you meaning like a bulldog, just like you know, just out of control, um, <laughs> that, that wasn't the case. Now, <laughs> let's be You're careful. Hurt Kimmy's feelings. Maybe the person you love. <laughs> You're gonna hurt Kimmy's feelings, Andy. Um, by by uh, <laughs> when you know when a butterfly drools softly. Uh, <laughs> I set him up yeah, for that. Um, Bulldog in the library in college. That was me. I'd be concentrating. And the thing about the butterflies, it's very dainty. uh... (laughs) Just like Kimmy. Just like Kimmy. Exactly. So I started that. That was my fault. Uh, (laughs) Classic middle child move. 
Um, so how did this, so kind of, how did all this stuff manifest as an adult? So now like you're in your adult years, um, you know, you know that like you kind of had some struggles as a kid, you probably chewed with your mouth open, you know, or some of these things that we like label and we say, oh, kids just do that, right? So some of these things that are common, but not necessarily normal. And that's kind of what we work with in the myofunctional world is like, and what I think is one of our biggest battles is that like, well, everybody does it. And it's, you know, just because everybody does, it doesn't make it normal. So um, what have you noticed Mm -hmm. kind of going into adulthood with some of your symptoms? Have they gotten worse? Have you seen some things get better? Oh, um, yeah, I, I, I'd say like everything has probably gotten progressively worse um, as time goes on, um, especially things like allergies, like being susceptible to that. Yeah. Like, oh, man, there's there's certain months or seasons or if it's an area that I, I love to travel. Um, so there's certain places, though, that just hit me really, really hard. Um, so th- there's things like that, that are just definitely, I-, I would say like life altering in a way mm-hmm. um, that, that really, if there was a way to address it, like, and that's, that's one of the things that Kimmy so good at showing me is like just with either a breathing exercise or, you know, one thing or another uh, that I couldn't name. <laughs> um, you can actually kind of like remedy it in a way, but yeah, it's just, it, it's bad. If there was a solution to it. And I think, you know, people knew about it or had the ability to know about it from a younger age, they would opt into it for sure. That's been my experience. I love it. I love it. So one thing Kimmy has you doing is um, wearing breathe right strips at night, right? Yeah. Yeah. Looks like I'm a boxer. So I'm, um, you look super cool. Yeah. Yeah. So how is that, how has that impacted your sleep? So just, you just do the breathe, right? You don't do mouth tape, right? No. We're working up to that. Mama didn't sleep Uh well last weekend. So it's happening this weekend. After he goes to sleep. Put a fade mask on for him. I have one thing to throw in there. So Andy is interesting because he had mm, braces. Okay. He he the orthodontist, he's the skeletal class three. So basically his upper jaw mm-hmm. did not develop out. Him and his tongue was always low because he was mouth breathing mm-hmm. when he was growing. So he's got the high palate. His nose is completely crooked if you look mm. at it from underneath. It's um, not. So it's like a naturally. <laughs> it's, it, but the palate, when it pushed up and got high and narrow, it made his nose crooked. And so he cannot breathe out of one side mm-hmm. of his nose. And the other side is not great either. So Andy literally cannot breathe through his nose on one side unless he's wow. wearing a breathe right strip. Um, also, I was very upset when I saw his bite when I took him in for an airway consult because the orthodontist put him into an end-to-end so bite, nice. and they left. <laughs> and he had a tongue thrust swallow that mm. they never corrected as a kid, and so he's had it yeah. forever and, and that's ever why- and ever. So yeah. he's got the open, and that's bite. why you come find somebody like myself or Kimmy because 
nobody ever told you any of these things. And then you're an adult right. and you're like, why are these things happening? Why, why, <laughs> why do like, I feel like this? Why do, you know, why are things lined up like this? Why do I get dark circles under my eyes? Why, you know, why can't sure. I sleep through the night? Um, you know, and then all of a sudden you have to deal with this as an adult when you're, you know, you're not growing anymore. So we have to like get creative and do kind of do different things. So, um, I'm excited for you and Kimmy to kind of start working on some of your stuff so we can see, you know, you start to feel better and kind of see the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Me as well. So thank you. Yeah. She's, she's pretty good at, and persistent about it. So even if I, I get lazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your boyfriend's so nice. Yeah. He just said persistent. We know he, no, he didn't say naggy or like bossy or like she doesn't shut up about it. He was like, she's persistent. <laughs> <laughs> I think it comes from a good place. It comes from love. love. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah. The other really interesting thing about Andy is like he has really, really mm. dark circles. And I can always tell if he's been having a harder time breathing because the dark circles will go under his eye and then start to travel down his cheekbones. Mm -hmm. So I can always tell if he's like maybe not been wearing his Breathe Right strips or he hasn't been uh, using his Flonase or things like that because I can see the evidence Mm -hmm. as it like goes down. So... It, when we're together on the weekends and I can remind him like, you know, tongue up or breathe with your nose or I do really <laughs> annoying things to him. Like when he's sleeping, I'll like pinch his lip. Together. <laughs> I, I don't even know some of this stuff. <laughs> I'll sleep. <laughs> oh, you just... Kimmy's confessing all the weird things she does in the relationship that like you aren't aware of. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah I just think that you're really interesting because um, so many people think that you have to have a tongue tie to have that's a myofunctional true. disorder and yeah. that's just not true he doesn't have a tongue tie he can lift his tongue all the way up to the roof of his mouth even yeah. with his high palate and he doesn't have a lip tie either. It really just came from a history of allergies that caused him to mouth breathe. Yeah, which is crazy. I mean, and it's true. Um, I mean, I I do think that people are always looking for a reason why. And that's where we really like to just like pinpoint a tongue thrust or um, a tongue tie or, you know, like there's not just always one for sure answer. And you can be... You can have a tongue thrust without being tongue-tied. You generally don't have, not the other way around. It's kind of like the square rectangle thing. But, um, you know, I, I do. I think I think you're right, Kimmy. I think that's really interesting and a good point to bring up. Like, you don't have to just be tongue-tied to create all these issues. There's other factors that really can contribute to some of these bigger picture issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and <clears throat> even with, uh, like, on the adult tongue-tie forum on Facebook and things like that, a lot of people think that all of their neck problems are because of their tongue-tie, but 
it's not the case. Like Andy is not tongue tied, but he has an airway problem, so he has forward head posture, and he always is leaning his head uh, up, right, babe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he always has neck pain and shoulder mm-hmm. pain from that posture. That is really the part hard I for him. Is, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. complain to her too much about that <laughs> no I understand it's very understandable um, also the other thing that I think is interesting about Andy is like he doesn't he has sleep apnea it's like moderate mm. almost severe um, it's it's really scary that's why sometimes I don't sleep because I like am counting in my head one one thousand two one thousand. I hear him breathing mm. sometimes for up to twenty seconds, and then I start nudging him. But Andy. Oh, another snore. interesting anomaly. Yeah. Yeah, because people think like, "Oh, I have to nope. snore to have sleep apnea." Nope, not the case. Yeah, he's pretty quiet, um, but he. He will breathe with his mouth. I can tell when he's breathing with his mouth because it gets harder mm-hmm. and harder for him to breathe. He'll he'll start a um, – I can hear this because, like, again, I'm a human lie detector test. If anyone <laughs> wants to snuggle me and I'll just lay there all night and listen to you. <laughs> or you can, like, download an app and make it be less creepy. Yeah, you, you don't actually have permission to do that. Uh. <laughs> Just to, just to clarify. Timmy's right. Timmy's right. Check. She can't cash. <laughs> but it, it's fascinating to me. And that's part of the reason why I can't sleep because it's just really interesting. I'm like almost studying it. Um, he'll start to get respiratory distress. His fingers will start to twitch. And then his hand will start to twitch or maybe like a foot will start to like kick. So like restless leg syndrome is a part of sleep disorder breathing. Mm-hmm. Just saying. And then as it gets like he's his body's struggling to get him breathing again, like then he'll kind of mm-hmm. gasp, but he'll keep his mouth open. And so that cycle will just start over again where he'll breathe a little bit. The tongue will fall back into his airway. He'll stop breathing. He'll start twitching mm. and then gasp. It's fascinating, though, but he doesn't snore. If I kind of pull his chin forward and open up his airway and get his lips to close, he'll start nose breathing with his breathe right strips, and he'll kind of, like, calm down for a little bit until his tongue falls back, and then it the cycle will start again. So... The tongue is really floppy right now because it's had a long history, like, you know, 29 years of mouth breathing. So we're going to have to do mm-hmm. a lot of strengthening in the back part. Um, but I'm very encouraged. I, um, so the plan for Andy is we're going to do therapy, myofunctional therapy, and palate expansion. But in the meantime, until we can do the palate expansion, because it is mm-hmm. expensive and time-consuming... Uh, we're going to be doing the therapy and yeah. then working on the Perfect. breathing stuff. We just have to do a little bit of trial <laughs> and error, baby. You know, <laughs> if you can experiment on somebody that you love, that's perfect. So, I mean, I my first patient was my dad. He had sleep apnea, and we got him to stop snoring and start sleeping through the night. And um, 
you know, it was, that was a big deal for us. So uh, I think it's, it's awesome when you have somebody on your team who like knows what's going on. It is really helpful just to have like <laughs> Kimmy around to remind me like it, I, I honestly like it, it's not like nagging or anything like that because it does make such a noticeable difference in such a short period of time. Um, yeah. Just like it, if she actually like kind of like lays into me a little bit about it over the course of like an hour, um, like even, <laughs> well, it, it, it's true. Like it is what it is. Like, um, cause you don't think about it. Like if you, right. you just like, you kind of need that. I don't know how to say it. Like it's, it sounds mean, but there's no other way to like break yourself of like habitually breathing through your mouth. Yeah, it's that, it's that awareness piece. And like, actually, so for families, especially Andy, what we do is we have them come up with a code word. Um, okay. And like, and I let the little kids come up with it. So they come up with things with like Lego or flower or spot or you know, okay. those types of things. Um, but, and that's, that's what they have to do. Or that's what the parents do is like, they're always telling the kiddo the code words or wow. you know, okay. the saying the code words. So, you know, it's, that is something that we run into a lot. You know, we, I even do like hand signals with kids so that when they get tired of their parents talking to them, then they have a hand signal or we do, we do a bunch of awareness like work as well as exercises. Cause the awareness piece, honestly, I think is just as hard, if not harder than the exercises themselves. It's that like catching yourself, remembering, and then like being aware enough to do it. So. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I can agree with you as somebody that's like trying to like do it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, it's that's, nice it's definitely the, the hardest part. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to get the, the love reminders sometimes. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. So last weekend I was like, I got mad one day cause I couldn't sleep all night. He was like, not just gasping, but like, Ugh! And like waking up startled, like one like oh. one time he like jumped out of bed because he was so startled. And uh, so I couldn't sleep all freaking night, oh. so I went down on the couch. And then he was like, "No, come come back to sleep, come back to sleep." And I was like, "No, like you're driving me crazy. Like I can't sleep. Like you won't wear your chin strap. You're wearing your breathing, right. but if your lips are open, it doesn't matter." <laughs> And I was like, you, I give you all the tools that you need and you need to do something about it because, you know, it's not working. You're still sick. You're still have sleep apnea. Like I can't sleep at night. And so he finally committed to like doing a more regimented exercise program with me. Cause he's right. Sometimes I'll just be like, okay. (laughs) Like, sit on his lap and be like, click your tongue. I love it. <laughs> oh, Megan. Please. One more thing before we wrap yeah. up for Mouth Breathing May. I Ooh. did do the experiment on myself where I I didn't lip tape or use yeah. my mutes to help me breathe better through my nose. Oof. I slept terrible. I grinded my teeth for the first time since I had my tongue tie surgery. I woke up oh. with like a toothache feeling for a couple hours no. and I snored. Yeah. 
and my my snore lab score was quite high. Yeah. So I so in solidarity with you, I also <laughs> went a night without mousetaping and I woke up grumpy as hell. I didn't feel like I got any sleep. I my jaw was like sore from like clenching my teeth all night. My mouth was dry. Um, and I was like just annoyed at myself that I let myself do that and even though it was in the name of science. Uh, <laughs> I was not I I was not my pleasant, wonderful self for like a while. So um mouth tape is real. Mouth it's tape true. is real, it's guys. True. In solidarity with uh both of you guys, I Get have on board, actually Andy. never mouth taped and I sleep horrible every <laughs> night forever. So there's there's something to what they're saying. Yeah, Andy, I have <laughs> I have some ideas for you. So you know that we can I we could probably help you sleep better. All right, all right, <laughs> awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll just have to bring Andy back on our podcast again soon. Give give us give us an update in a few months of how he's doing. Yeah. We need to do one once. Uh, <laughs> He can start lip yeah, taping. We'll I think that's going to make all the taping. difference. <laughs> yeah. I just got the Sleepy Strip by Dr. Dan Hansen, who was yeah, featured on a too. podcast a few episodes ago. And I think yeah. that Andy will be able to handle this one mm-hmm. because there's little slits in it and you can peel them apart. So there's a little hole for your lips. So you can mm-hmm. feel like you have a little bit of control, Yeah, but it helps to pull the jaw forward. So yeah. I, I think I may have found a winner yeah, here. Like so we're going to try it out this weekend. Um, and then also I'm excited to try the Mayo tape when it eventually gets here. And that's kind of Patrick McCown's the newest, newest tape from him. So we'll do a mouth tape uh, review episode once we get all of our mouth tapes and We'll tell you what's good and what's not good. We may have to go onto YouTube for that one so you guys can see it, but we'll uh, we'll put something out there. So, what is like your biggest struggles with like trying to do the therapy and the exercises that I give you, Andy? Besides, like you know, the habits <laughs> and the compliance stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, what else is the biggest issue as someone who's okay. just starting um, out? Well, I mean. Megan kind of brought it up there a little bit. Like just remembering is is really difficult. Um, like extremely difficult. You almost have to like keep it in the forefront of your mind at first. Um, without some of the things like that you talk about. Again, I don't know anything about this. It's just from you, babe, like saying, you know, things like um mouth tape or like the chin strap or like breathe right strips, you know, like these kind of tools, like um that that's how it it helps like me uh, remember at the beginning, but once, once you get going, it makes, it makes a big difference. And honestly, like I kind of look forward to it. Like when I have breaks in my day, I'll kind of go outside and just like nose breathe. And well, well, it makes like a huge difference. <laughs> oh. you just kind of like retooled and like refocus to get back to work, even just to be outside, just like thinking about that for, you know, five to 10 minutes is, is big. So I don't know. It's just a process. I guess maybe everybody's different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I have a question for you about your, mm. your bad side of your nose, like where it's got the deviation and the turbinates are really big in there. 
is that side getting any better with the nose breathing or is it still like you're still having such a hard time um with the allergies like honestly like no not really <laughs> not, not really like um it's yeah. not yeah i feel like there's an anatomical blockage there and that's part of the problem mm-hmm. Uh, yeah because like literally only with like flonase to open up and help with the swelling and the breathe right strip that's the only way he can breathe on that one side yeah that's wild that's crazy yeah no history of trauma like i was like did you get hit in the nose no it's just that palate when it's high it pushes up into the nose cavity interesting interesting (laughs) yeah yeah so my other goal with andy is to work on like breathing retraining like luteco breathing that sounds kind of interesting yeah it is that'll be super it is like um yeah that might be fun for you guys to do um one of patrick mccann's live live uh workshops or actually i can i can email oh i'll send you something that I got from today. So, um, okay. Yeah. Cool. I mean, Andy, anything else that you want to add or Kimmy, anything else that you want to add or should we wrap it up? Uh, Andy, if you had advice to like a parent or like your younger self, like, what would you say? <laughs> um, uh, just definitely try this out. <laughs> if, if there's any any of the signs, and it's like ridiculous how much myofunctional therapy or just like breathing better. I don't even know if it's just that, but like breathing better in general. Um, it affects like just because of what Kimmy has showed me. Um, so if there's like any doubt of anything like asthma or allergies or like not being able to speak right or I don't know, like not doing good in gym class. I don't know. Like, honestly, <laughs> like it's ridiculous how much it affects um, – yeah, just do it because it, it changes your life for the positive in like a very short period of time, less than a week. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you for letting me tell all of your secrets <laughs> and all the weird things I do to, uh, you, yeah, to help yeah, you yeah. stay alive. Thanks for letting us teach you a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I. Glad to be on the Munch Bunch. Thanks for having me. Of course. We, we appreciate you as our number one fan. So we have to highlight, we have to highlight Absol- you. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm over here jumping up and down every time there's a new podcast. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in tonight. Um, you guys can reach out to myself or Kimmy via our Munch Bunch social media on Instagram. Um, you can also find us individually through our um, either Instagrams or through our emails uh, and our websites, which we'll just post below. Because at this point, you know, I hope that you guys know them. Um, and then otherwise, we're about to wrap up Mouth Breathing May. I can't believe May is almost over. It's been the longest month ever. And uh, we're going to start jumping in to some new topics. So we will catch you guys soon.